You're still muted. Yeah. And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to our Dexter After Show for Dexter New Blood. I just want to thank everybody for following us for the last couple of episodes. Uh, we're actually on episode seven, Skin of Her Teeth. Dexter is worried that a serial killer may have set its sights on someone he cares deeply about. So he turns from predator to protector, a role he's not comfortable playing. Meanwhile, Angela arrests someone from Iron Lake who may be the culprit of a cold case that is near and dear to her heart. Dexter and Harrison run into some more bums in the road and their relationship leading Harrison to turn to a very dangerous person as his father figure. And so with that being said, let's go on ahead and talk about the skin of her teeth. It leaves us right back off with the where the cave and everything where Angela and Dexter are at. Dexter's examining the body of Iris, and he winds up looking around, and he's trying to be very, I have to say this, I love this scene because Dexter's trying to respect Angela's friend, and she knows how um, how close Angela is actually close to her friend is, so he's trying, he's, is it okay if I move the body to see what's going on? And she's like, yes, anything that will actually help. So Dexter goes on ahead, starts examining the body, and then he winds up looking in her friend's mouth, and Iris's mouth, which is a skeleton, and sees that there's some skin tissue that's been laid there for 10 years. Not only that, but the skeleton's also been still kind of fresh in a sense because of the fact it's been frozen for so long underneath inside the cave. So that was actually another plus side. Even Dexter said, well, that's the plus side of it, that the body is still intact. And Angela's like, yeah, okay, that's that's the real good thing about it, right? But you know, I liked how it plays off. So now they're going off the DNA of the skin that was inside Iris's mouth, and then it leaves Angela to go ahead and get that tested. But what did you think of the scene with that? I liked it. I mean, it's going back to the what Dexter's profession was a blood splatter expert at like at Miami Metro again. With DNA and stuff, this Iron Lake is not my Miami Metro, where they have all this type of technology, and that's why there's only a sixty percent. I think you're like the very it was a low probability of a DNA match. However, Dexter is really good at what he does, even though he hasn't done it for ten years. He's still really good at that. That's like still in his head. So the way he was able to maneuver in this stuff, it's like he didn't have to falsify evidence or that. He was respecting Angela's like. Yeah, Angela's wishes and helping her out and that. I just wish we got something from. <laughs> Honestly, I, 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 wish I mean, yeah, it was all great and all, but the payoff wasn't great. No, but at least now that they're actually making Kurt a suspect, at least in the crime of Iris, though. And who's to say that there's not any more dead bodies inside that cave? Because that's another thing I was thinking to myself is what is he doing with all these other dead bodies that he's been draining the blood out of all this time? Is he putting them into the cave? Is he paying off these truck drivers to uh, go ahead and get rid of the bodies? What's going on with that, you know? So I was just thinking maybe that had something to do with it, but that's just me speculating. Maybe the drivers have something to do with at least the bodies, getting rid of the bodies, because it would make sense because of the fact that you know, you have drivers that work for you. He also works at a truck stop diner. So, and then, of course, we wind up finding out later on that 
there is a truck driver on his payroll. So is there any other truck drivers that's on his payroll as well? That makes me question things as also because there's also a check for $5,000 in that draw from that same yeah. guy. So that makes me kind of wonder what certain things with Kirk on how much of a big a muscle that he actually has. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I think it was that, that I mean, it's just that one body was in that cave because she was buried alive as what Dexter said, the footprint, she was buried alive while, while shot, while like stuff fell on her. Again, there could be other bodies in there. I don't think we would know. Like I, I, I don't, it would, he was trying to like spread it out. Like that's what he's probably using the truck drivers to use as cargo. Because when you saw deck, uh, when you see Harrison help that one truck driver out with the kegs, there, I wouldn't be surprised if there's something hidden in those kegs. Will we ever find out? Probably not. But I mean, if they, if they, if they, uh, if you like, if you drain the blood out, you could probably like maneuver the body in a specific way. You can shove it in a keg. I don't know. I mean, it's it's possible. Again, right. I mean, like, again, I mean, he's like he's able to use the he's able to pay these guys truck drivers. There's so much we just don't know about Kurt and how much influence he has. Um, but I think it's time for him to go. Um, I'm ready for I'm ready for him to like just end this storyline because he's getting on my nerves. Kurt is really getting under my skin as well, and I like the fact this kind of has like a little bit of a seven kind of vibe in this episode, in a sense, but. Then, of course, after we wind up seeing that, we wind up see after we wind up seeing the cave scene, we wind up seeing Dexter making breakfast for Harrison. And they have this moment of them sitting together. And, and then, of course, he's getting ready to go to work. And so he goes, Can I give you a ride? He goes, No, I got it. I can take care of myself. And so he's like, Look, all I'm going to do is just drive you. I'm not going to go ahead and do what I did last time. I just want to go, I just want to go on. And drop you off. So they wind up. So Dexter winds up giving a ride over to the truck stop for him to go to work. And so, you know, I thought that moment was actually pretty nice for change instead of them fighting, bickering back and forth a little bit. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I it's hard to tell. Like I like again. I'm like, I don't know. Harrison just needs to know. Like I, I understand where he's what he's going through when he went through hell, literally from the se- when him describing that sequence. But it's like, I think he just needs to lay off. Like he's ripping on, like he's ripping on Dexter every single time because he's going to, he's leaning on Kurt. And hmm, who would you want to lean toward? I, I, your dad that actually hasn't, um, that's actually taking your side. And yet, still has a son, or Kurt, that ha- lost control of his son, and his son is all over the town, LeBron James style. Like, yeah, <laughs> Kurt is not the the guy to go to, and and like, and the, him ripping on Dexter for showing up on his first day at work. It's like Dexter was just there. He he wants to see you, like see you, because this is the first job he gets to see you at. We cut him some slack. Jeez, you're like you're ripping on him like all the time. And it's like, can you can you just you know stop being a little bitch and like I don't know and like just like <laughs> just, just forgive. Sure, there's demons that you have, and Dexter's got him too. But at least let him give the chance to describe what Dexter's going through because Dexter's gone through hell. He like, he lost his mom just like you did. Like let let's cut him some slack and stop. Like, bitch, like, stop complaining to him, like, or just stop getting angry at him. Like, oh, I'm going to my room. 
like I, I I get it. There's hatred for it, but I think you just like just give just give him a break. Like literally, like the reason he like there's a reason he tried to fake his death is because he deaths followed him every single way mm-hmm. he's gone. He's lost everybody. And like he did not want to lose you. And it's not and it's like it's not you, it's him. Right. Like I mean, like, I mean give him some slack, but like but seeing Harrison suit up like Dexter with the uh, the uh with the with the uh, the apron, the thing right. looked like Oh yeah, he's about to kill somebody. <laughs> That's what I thought though too. To be honest with you, I thought he was about to kill somebody or something like that. To be honest with you, and he, all he's doing is just playing trucks, which I thought was hilarious. But like father like son kind of situation. Uh, but before we get over to that, matter of fact, Harrison doesn't go with Dexter during that scene or anything like that. Mm. I made a mistake on my notes. But um, then after that, Harrison leaves and Dexter talks with Deb. And she goes, why aren't you killing this asshole? Why are you letting Kurt win this? And he goes, I'm leaving it up to the cops because if I go ahead and kill him, that's going to look bad on my part because now then I, then Harrison won't have any anything to do with me. And then Deb's looking at him and goes, yeah, that looks – she's like, yeah, that worked so well before. And then she starts bleeding where uh, she got shot before because Dexter is somehow – he's actually responsible because of the fact that the killer actually got loose – and because of that, the repercussions of it, and she winds up getting shot by the killer, and she's afraid that's going to happen to with Harrison, or even worse. So I understand where Deb is coming from. She does need to go ahead and kill uh, Kurt. There's no ends or ifs or buts. But I also see it from Dexter's point of perspective, though, too, because Kurt is basically Harrison's hero, in a sense. And if he winds up killing Kurt, that could actually put a damper on the relationship between Harrison and Dexter. But Dexter needs to go ahead and open up. He's like, look, I have a darkness within my own self. I I'm going, I went through the same struggles as a teenager myself. Let me help you. Because mm-hmm. if there's anyone that's going to understand, it's going to be me. It's not going to yeah. be Kurt. This is the first time I actually heard Deb say you need to kill him. This whole season. The whole season. Deb's always complaining like, Oh, you really thought you're gonna get away with it, huh? Like you really think you're fucking funny. Sorry, I'm cursing, but I'm quoting Deb or something that like. Like, I mean, drop Deb drops f bombs all the time. Sorry, but but yeah, I mean, literally, she did that in the very first like second episode. You really think you're gonna? Fr- you think this is beeping funny right now? Like, and the fact that you need to kill him. Wh- what changed? Like, I mean, I know because I think she really cares for Harrison because. Harrison, I, she kind of like in, her, in Dexter's mind heard him say, Deb was my favorite aunt. And she's like, yay. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's interesting to see her kind of change her tone a little bit about this, about trying to kill Kurt. And I think, I think she's saying what, what we all are saying, you need to kill him. And, and it's like, and then, but Harrison, Harrison needs to, like, I don't know. She, he says he can, he can handle himself. You're not handling this situation well by going to Kurt. Sure, he might that, but he lost his son because his son was a dumbass. His red foreman would call him dumbass or whatever. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, it, you're not thinking clearly on this. You're letting your hate, your anger, get the like be like better your judge get a get a hold of your judgment. This is like when Dexter's telling you. I don't like him. There's red flags about him. He's a killer. And then as Deb said, well, so are you. And like Dexter's like, fair. But 
I mean, Harrison, yeah, he, he can defend himself, but he's not thinking clearly on this situation. He's thinking with his heart. He's thinking with his heart, not his head. He needs to be thinking with his head because this is a bad, this has got bad news over it. Like some stranger gives him an envelope. It's like, here, here, here this is for your dad. He didn't think to like, do I know you? How do you know my well, dad? Like, if, if well, he was thinking clearly about this, he would have asked. Well, not only that, but being in a small town, being the fact that Dexter knows people more than he, uh, Harrison mm-hmm. knows people and stuff like that, too. He's probably thinking that his dad probably knows this person and just relaying a message back over to his dad. Also, too, it also goes with teenage irresponsibility, too, where teenagers are not thinking clearly. They're just thinking in the now or something like that to where it doesn't really affect him. So it's just a message that he's just trying to carry over to, yeah. uh, to Dexter without even knowing, because yeah. I think it just has a lot to do with Dexter being in a small town for so long. Everybody knows him. But then but, again, the guy was a truck driver and yet he doesn't like, he shouldn't have known who Dexter is. Cause he, he they, they don't, they, they stop, they pit stop for a sec and then they're gone. Like, uh, like, so it's like it's uh, something of that nature. And then again, he's has the, he he has the IQ of a teenager in a horror movie, not very good. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but there is one thing I forgot to tell everybody about though too was the scene in the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, Dexter does wind up picking up the skeleton of Iris, and he winds up seeing that she did get shot in the back. Yeah, and then of course you know Dexter's like, well, what's your theory on it? Angela goes, well, of course, Angela goes, well, I got a theory. He goes, well, my sis Deb used to go ahead and trust her theories on me. So why don't you do the same? And then she goes, I think that Kurt, in lamest terms, she thinks that Kurt winded up killing uh, Iris. So therefore, that's what happens. She's right. When we see the flashback sequence. And and I think that just made the sequence, you just hate Kurt more. When he's describing what's going, he's like, oh, it's my dad. Really? Really? You didn't mention your father this whole time, and yet you bring it up, and everybody buys it. Right. Are you kidding me? Like, well, really, don't forget, Dexter kind of did the same dumb? thing with... <laughs> well, Dexter did kind of the same thing with Angela to try and get himself out of, the, out of that situation, too, in a sense. But Kurt does it in a more of a... Getting him, he knows that he's a sus- suspect. You know, he knows he's a suspect, so he's trying to do anything he can to get out of the hole. Dexter, on the other hand, was just him trying to protect his identity. Yeah. So, but another thing though too is this. Um, after that winds up happening, too, um, Dexter tells Angela the truth about what happened at Kirk's ca- cabin with Molly. The drive to Kurt's cabin, they shoot open the door and go inside, smelling bleach. They find the room completely stripped, no camera, no uh, furniture, nothing. They decided to search dumpsters in a 100-mile radius. So my thing is this. I liked how that how Dexter opened up to her about the fact that he went on ahead, saw Molly, and saved her life. Because if not, she would have been dead. If it wasn't for that, even though she had the pe- pepper spray and everything, Kurt has more of a reach, has more of a way of action and more weight on him than Molly does. So I can see him, even though she sprayed him with pepper spray, it doesn't mean that she got away or anything. So, you know, of course, when Dexter interrupted, 
Kurt was pissed off. We saw that from the beginning. We already knew yeah. what was going to happen. He was yeah. going to strip away everything. This also reminds me of the scene when Dexter thought that he was going to be a suspect in the Butch, the Bay Harbor Butcher uh, episodes. Ooh. And so he decided to get rid of all the trophies, the drill, everything. I think Kurt had help with this one. There's no way uh-huh. he could have done this all on his own with everything that was in it. I think it was that creepy guy that we saw in one of the episodes when Audrey's car broke down and the guy was coming up and I was like, hey, do you need a lift? No, um, I got somebody with me down the road. He looked very creepy. There's no way Kurt had a, like no way Kurt did this on his own because there was a lot of stuff that he had to take out of that small location. He had to take out the, the jacuzzi. Oh, the jacuzzi was the, still there. It was. I didn't see it there. Yeah, I was looking in the background. I'm like, wait, everything else is gone. But what about the jacuzzi? The jacuzzi was like the only thing that was intact over there. But they took out probably the piping, the water. There's a lot of electric electrical elements to it. Like everything was stripped. There's no way he got this done in a, a fast, like, licky split. He had help. I'm interested who that help is, but there's there's absolutely no way Kurt did this on his own. And once I saw it, I was like, this is weird. This is all too fast. Like, there's no way he did this, like, on his own. Like, he, does he have another cabin somewhere? Yeah, probably. We'll probably find that out soon enough, but still. But even when Dexter was telling uh, Angela, telling the story, Kind of fabricated on some stuff. Right. But also, too, Angela's like, how come I don't know anything about this cabin? I know this town like the back of my hand. Why do I not know about this cabin? So this tells me that this was a cabin that Kurt probably built on his own. Yeah. And everything. And decided that it was off of the grid. So why not just go on ahead and leave it a secret? Of course, Angela doesn't have a warrant. But my favorite thing that she says to Dexter, because you hear that? And then Dexter goes, uh, does it sound like that you don't need a warrant? Next thing you know, she shoots the doors open like a damn badass. She goes in there, and the first thing that they smell is uh, bleach, which is not a good sign, which is something no. that Dexter says. Dexter's yeah. looking around, and he explains to her the whole entire layout. Yeah. Even the door was stripped. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that Kurt Owsley had to help. But I just loved it when Dexter mentioned warrant, because obviously he's like, yep. He, he's worked in Miami Metro for far too long. It's like to not remember that. <laughs> um, and then, of course, another thing, though, they do discover tracks. Remember? Yeah. They do discover tracks inside the uh, yard. So I wouldn't be uh, surprised if that maybe that 18, the guy, the truck driver was the one who was responsible for taking, helping Kurt out. Possibly. I mean, he's got people on his payroll. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'm just interested where how further away is this next cabin, to be honest. I'm like, because there's this is such a small town. There's not many like there's gonna be not many more locations you can have a cabin on. So yeah, I mean I, I yeah. But I thought this was all too fast. Literally, like I was very suspicious of the house. Right. The house is very fishy. Even Dexter brought it up. It's like serial killer one oh one. Yeah. You know? Um, then of course, after that happens, we see Harrison at at school with Audrey. He wants to hang out with Audrey and tells him she has to lie low because her mom was upset. Audrey confronts him about breaking his competitor's elbow after the guy tapped out. Then that's when Harrison winds up 
you know, walk, walking away, being pissed off and everything, and then decides, you know, I don't want to hang out with you now, so she called me out on my own bullshit. Yeah. And he's no, to me, this is where he's no longer the school hero. The people are no. looking up to him in this situation. I think this is what's going to turn everything around. Like you said before in like the last episode, where mm-hmm. this is no longer superstar Harrison. This is more of the downfall of Harrison. Yeah. But being popular. Especially when I mean, we pulled out the knife on the other high school kids. Yeah. He did that to defend himself. And I know because right. down the line, we're going to get another fight. Like the fight's yep. going to happen in Dexter's cabin. I think it could be the next episode. Um, but it's like, I mean, it literally the downside was when you went public with your anger management, this is the downside. And again, I don't know. I mean, it's like, yeah, you kind of feel bad for Harrison. And then again, you don't because he did this. Like he, he, he listened to Kurt. So if anybody is to blame, it's Kurt. And then again, for Harrison, for following through and listening to him after Dexter said multiple times, don't listen to him. Like, I really wanted Dexter to sucker punch Kurt. I really hope we get that soon. Like, like just, just kill him, but not, not classic Dexter killing, like being the crap out of him. Like this, like, like fighting you, like he is able to fight Dokes. Like he went, he he went toe to toe Dokes. So like, let's, let's, yeah. I I think I I would like to see that. Yeah. Um, what's not like this is not classic Dexter anymore. Yeah, it sort of is, but then again, like I just wanted him to beat the crap out of him. I don't care if he like he chops his head off or whatever later on, but like he did this, this is more Harrison. of a protector, right? yeah. Like he did this to Harrison, and then again, Harrison's kind of dumb for falling for it. So, both I think it's 50 50 blame between so Kurt too. and it, that because I mean, or it's also because they had sex. Too and that kind of like that that kind of ruins your relationships a little bit with friends, um, and and that, and that that's the fall and they got caught by well, Angela's mom. Here's the thing: I think it's not the, the getting caught situation. I think it's all about him breaking mm-hmm. the re- other wrestler's arm and realizing how you know violent Harrison is, and she's yeah. afraid that it's going to happen to her. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's what she's looking at. And also, too, she wants to lay low because of her mom and stuff like that, too. Yeah. So, which is know, a lot of stuff going on. Like, so it's it, it, that, but yeah, I think it's the the downfall of Harrison because he decided to go public with his uh, his dark passenger. Right. And then another thing that winds up happening, too, we see another scene where Kurt is being questioned, like you were mentioning earlier. And he's given this sap story. And even Angela's getting tired of his BS. He's like, what does this have to do with anything? Because, oh, it wasn't me. It was my father that uh, kidnapped Iris. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Because it's excl- the DNA of the of this the skin in her tooth. Did you test it? Did another? Did, is there many Kurt Caldwells in Iron Lake? No. There's no. like there's like yeah. It's a sad. It was a sad story. And people were so freaking stupid. And they bought it. Even the DEA bought that story. And then also too. We also see another thing that's being played out, though, too, where Angela is thinking, okay, she's got this SOB. She's thinking that this thing's going to be a closed case. Even the lawyer is getting frustrated with Kurt and everything at this point because all the evidence is leading to, leading in towards Kurt. And then that's when Kurt decides, you know what? I'm going to get on camera and give a sap story. And then this is when, you know, 
this is actually the beginning of him being a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Because we see the runaway song. We hear the runaway song being played. We hear his father in the background slapping around some girls that he would pick up in these hitchhikers, these runaways. And then after he got on slapping them or whatever, he would just go about his business like nothing even happened. So now we have the beginning phase of what happened with uh, with Kurt because you're wondering what what's what was the origin story? Remember, I was mm-hmm. wondering about that. What made him be the way he is? It all started because of the his father picking up these runaways and slapping them. Mm-hmm. But as far as his uh, his little code with shooting them, that's not his father. That's his own code that he made for himself. But then you know you wind up seeing Kurt as an old a teenager picks up Iris, and then he goes, you know, this is not a safe place for a, a, teen, a teenage girl or anything. Where are you heading? Oh, I'm, I'm, me and my friend were supposed to uh, hang out and go out together and everything, but she's, she's my ex-friend. And so, yeah. yeah. So then, of course, that's when, you know, you see Kurt he, and the struggle with Iris, and then, she winds up biting him. And of course, Angela also said, how did you get that mark? Oh, I work. I do a lot of heavy lifting and everything at the truck stop. I'm like, dude, do we eat freaking cake and pies and try to pick up young girls to seduce them? Right? You're not lifting up a single damn thing. No. You got Harrison doing slave labor pretty much. Yeah. And everything for your ass and everything. And you're not doing a single damn thing. You probably didn't do anything since you took the uh, that place over as a front. Signatures. He forced like Harrison's dad's signature, which is a crime. But yeah, it's like, and then and then he's telling a sad story about his dad, and you're seeing the, what actually happened. His dad is nowhere in that truck. It's him. He's the killer. Point blank shot to the head. Boom. Case closed. Right. No, he because people are so stupid. That's why I hate sometimes the portrayal because they made him re- make him really seem like really stupid, like. Like oh the court like um the court like the, the the jury would be like completely like by his story it's a it's a it's not a winnable case it is a winnable case you guys are just too stupid enough to do it that's the problem right because it was wasn't it like a seventy three percent chance that he was actually the killer within the blood test and also too Carter had that smug look on his face he says um I never gave a blood I never gave a sample. And she goes, yes, you did. Remember back at the cabin when we were searching for your son? son yeah. She goes, the one thing I can't figure out is why did you make us stop searching for your son? Remember, I even brought that up. What was the purpose yeah. of that? Yeah. Because they didn't expect to, like, they didn't want him to fed them to find Iris. And they did. And so he's like, he's like, okay. And then he tried to get the sympathy, like, fist bump or whatever, or handshake by Angela. And Angela didn't buy that. Like, I just want him to go down. I'm tired of him. Like it's like it's annoying. He's corrupting Harrison. Like let's all right. Let, let's do it. Like I don't care that we're doing it in the next episode when we got like ten episodes. Like I'm done with him. Let's go. Like let, let, let's move on with this. I agree. And also too, I forgot to mention this. Dexter's actually having breakfast. Kind of. Well, he's just trying to show it. All he all Dexter has to do with this is explain to Angela. Hey, I was just trying to show support to my son. I was not trying to spy on Kurt or anything. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I'm here is to show support towards my son. And Kurt just happened to sit in the same booth as me. Yeah. 
and everything when you pulled up. That's all he has to say, and it's actually an alibi. But Kirk's sitting, and of course, Dexter already knows that he's a prime suspect, and of course, it doesn't look good that Dexter and him are sitting um, sitting in range with each other talking. And Kirk, I like how this scene is played out. It's two serial killers that are have that are having a talk with each other. It's a reminiscent beat when you yes. have uh, the cop and uh, Al Pacino and the and the the, the bank robber uh, De Niro sitting right next to it having a conversation. Where it's kind of like Swordfish, the little conversation that Don Cheadle and Hugh Jackman and John Travolta all have. It's like when he's talking about like like talking about like cinematography and movies right before they go back to the banks. Like kind of like a little little break in between. So it's kind of like we have two foes sitting across each other. It's pretty cool. If it's shot well. This was actually, it felt like a cinematic experience, to be honest with you. It yeah. kind of like felt like Pulp Fiction, in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah, and this this here in Dexter's inner faults. Like, yeah, you kill women, I kill people like you. Like, I just love that. The, the inner faults of Dexter are really the highlight of the of this the whole shows. Like, not just this show, but the other shows in general. Like, Dexter's inner faults. Like, just hearing them, like, their sarcastic thoughts. I'm like, yeah, and I kill people like you. Like... You're thinking what we're thinking. You kill other people like him, just kill him already. Like, let's, let's, let's get on with it. Like, it's like, so you can stop corrupting your son. Exactly. And also, too, um, remember what he said about that titanium uh, oh, yeah. doesn't melt in the fi- fire. Yeah. Like, that sequence was pretty revealing when you find out Kurt knows. Kurt knows, or he has somebody knows, and he told Kurt, like, they know Dexter killed his son. They're just playing on with it, and Dexter's like, okay. Which is weird, because how the heck did they get the titanium out of the fire? If the if, if it's like if it's the furnace is like high on unless they turn the furnace off again, I don't know. So yeah, that was interesting about like that that, that Kurt knows, hence why Kurt asked the uh, the truck driver to kidnap Dexter at with the cliffhanger at the end of this last episode. So uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, like again, it, it, again, you mentioned it before we got on. Like seeing Dexter getting kidnapped at the end of his re- remembering of the bachelor party he had at the end of the. I mean, I think it was I believe it was season. Yeah, I think it was season three, the bachelor party where he gets kidnapped and he comes out of the car and he sucker punches somebody. That's not. Uh, hopefully, that he sucker punches this guy, but obviously, the next episode, Dexter's going to be. Uh, He's gonna be fighting for his life while Kurt's corrupting the son, which is not really not really a fitting thing you want to have happen. Definitely not. And also, too, the reason why uh, Kurt even knows about that because remember the ashes that were being spread around the town was actually his son's mats. Yeah. So therefore, it was only snowing supposedly in one location. It was not snowing in the location where uh, his father uh, father is yeah. or anything. Yeah. So I'm just, that, we're just emphasizing that we're just joking because his ashes are everywhere. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's well, really all again. over on that whole town section though. Yeah. It's not but the reason why I said that is only here's the thing. If it was snowing, it'd be snowing all all in that town area. Yeah. Remember? Kirk said, yeah. Well, on my way, I'm glad that you were that you picked me up. God knows what would have happened to me. I would yeah. actually have been uh dead for you if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. And why it was only snowing in one supposedly one location, but those that wasn't snow, that was ashes. Yeah. And he goes, There's only one other thing. Titanium doesn't burn. Mm-hmm. But that's whenever he winds up visiting Kurt inside the jail cell. 
Yeah, that was an interesting scene. Um, and then and then we have the uh, like Mo- like after Molly comes in there, they kind of like they kind of like have the little like anger sesh, and Molly leaves, and then she comes back at the dinner, and Molly's bringing up some more ideas, like more facts about the weird how Jim Lindsay's kind of weird, and then she's bringing up some like some ideas, and I think that this is getting Angela and Molly kind of thinking about more about Dexter, about who he really is, about. There's no way you could have heard anything from where he was sitting. He must have. He he probably recorded us. But why would he do that? So they're 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 leading to more questions. So I think like more stuff's about to get like revealed about Dexter, and that's not what he wants. Right, and then also too, I think that this is actually where she's going to start digging more into Dexter's life and his background and stuff like that. Because remember, Molly said, "Well, I'm glad that you sure trust Dexter and everything because." I'm not Dexter, but Lynn's Jim, because if it was my boyfriend or whatever, I would actually do some extra digging. Yeah. But th- then you see her, like, then you see Kurt after getting, after him getting released, he's staring at Molly. Like, I don't think Molly's surviving any much longer. She got away once. She's not for She's not going to get away this time. I think she, she's going to be the next victim for Kurt, unfortunately. Cause I did like Molly, but it just it just it's looking really likely he's gonna get her, but he's not gonna do the, the what he set up for the other runaways. He's just gonna do it probably quickly. Um, he's gonna do it much more quickly and probably a lot more brutal. Um, yeah. So I I don't think she's gonna survive next. I think what I really think is gonna happen down the line is Kurt's gonna probably like to get revenge on uh, Angela. Not only is he going to take, he's going to kill Molly, but he's going to try to kill Angel, uh, uh, Audrey, her daughter, or adopted daughter, and this is what's going to lead either De- Dexter to go down and save, like save Audrey, or Harrison, or a mixture of the two, or a comb- a, a duo to take out Kurt, because I could, I could see that happening. But I think that's the next target. I think it's going to be Audrey. I think no, he's like no more runaways. It's I'm going for a big fish, and I think it's going to be Audrey. I think it might actually be Audrey next, to be honest. No, after Molly, I think it's going to be Audrey because those two yeah. were the ones who were working together with this runaway case. So yeah. try and get the fish in the basket, so to speak. Yeah, and kill two birds with one stone. Kill the two people that are the, basically the lead leads into this investigation. So that way, yeah. they, so it will be a shut case. No, that way it will go back into the file drawer, and no one will actually think about yeah. investigating Kurt anymore because they're dead. Yeah. Um, but. There's also another thing, though, too, that I want to talk about is this. Whenever Angela visits with um, Iris's family, many people in the reservation come by with food and hugs. Iris' mom tells Angela to make him pay. And I love that scene because of the fact that we have more of the Indian reservation and the background of mm-hmm. the how, how close this reservation actually is. I'm a huge... Whenever it comes down to you know, nationalities and stuff like that and shows giving us something that we haven't seen before. I appreciate that. And that was like some of the small things that I liked about it. Um, I don't, what about you though? Is there something that you wanted to add to that or no? Not really. I think you pretty much summed it up. This is before Kirk got away. um, And Angela was like, he can't, she can't, she's like, she's conflicted because she can't really tell Iris's mom that the son of a bitch got away. No, like, so she's kind of like, she doesn't know what to do for, for that. And then to go to your point, Molly's definitely dead. 
I don't think Audrey's gonna die. I think she's on the she's gonna be on the cusp of it until they somebody saves her, like Harris and that. Molly's hundred percent. She's gone. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. This is just a prediction. I'm like. I'm pretty. Sure, like. I'm real. I'm pretty. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that she's dead. Molly's gonna be dead. Audrey, no. Audrey no. will be saved. Like, but that's the next two targets: Molly and Audrey. But uh, Audrey's not dying. Molly probably is. More, most likely, she probably is. Which is gonna get Angela even more pissed off to doing something, and then that's when Kurt's gonna be like, ah, I got your daughter. Ha ha. I'm not a Marvel man. I'm not gonna chuck her off. Of, I'm not gonna chuck her off. Like for your Greggy, I got a girlfriend. Oh, sorry, I gotta chuck her off a building. No, sorry, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna take her, and I'm. But I'm gonna keep her hidden, not chuck her. Just keep her hidden. Right. <laughs> but we well, we talked about the five thousand dollars. We talked yeah. about Dexter over here that Kurt has been release and thinks uh yep i'm gonna have to kill him um molly meets angela to talk to her as a friend angela opens up about how she was supposed to go with iris the day she went missing angela admits that jim followed molly that day but molly seems surprised because dexter was sitting anywhere near molly and kurt molly suspects jim was recording them so this was a mistake on dexter's part with saying that he overheard the conversation whenever he didn't because of the fact of with the bar location and because of how far he was sitting away from her. Yeah, it is. And then again, like Molly should be thankful he did because she would have been dead, DOA, dead on arrival. Because again, Molly wasn't supposed to have the conversation with Kurt, yet she did. So they kind of even it out. Like Molly needs to, you know, forget about it. Let Dexter thank, thank Dexter for you know saving her butt because she would have been DOA anyway. So I think I think Molly just needs to let it go and stop thinking about like what the alternative motors is because Dexter saved your butt. You need to thank him for it. So that's how I think about that situation. Um, but but that's me. But anyway, and then we have the uh, the con- like deck like then you have Harrison on his break. He's sitting there like. He's sitting there, and then a bunch of these uh, the, the captains of the other teams, like, hey, you know, you're, you know, our teammates out for the rest of the season, right? So they're gonna try to like, trying to fight Harrison, and Harrison pulls out a switch, like he pulls out his knife and he cuts the guy in a sense. And right before things escalated, Dexter shows up out of the blue, and he like, and he, and he saves the son, and then they have the converse, like they, well, Harrison's talking about like when he heard the, uh, he, like how Harrison remembers everything what happened to Rita. And then you get the really like close up image of this of the Trinity Killer in his like him where like you see him kind of shirtless because this is where he, this is how he always kills the like, he killed his other victims he was shirtless and then he in and then he went up to got close up to Harrison and Harrison's like I remember everything like it opened like a floodgate what ever since he heard the podcast and and he's like and he confronts Dexter like you knew about this the whole time and Dexter's like yeah Harrison then runs off. And then right, and then and then right when Dexter's about to, you know, like he's going after him, he gets kidnapped, and that's how the episode ends. But right, seeing Trinity Killer up close, that was that was too much. Yeah, that was too much Trinity Killer for me in one night, to be honest with you. But you know, everybody's like, "Well, would he remember him as a baby?" To be honest, I said, I was thinking to myself, "Would he?" And then I'm like, "Well, there's stuff in my childhood that I remember that my parents don't remember." 
Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that he would remember something like that, something traumatic. Who wouldn't remember crawling around in blood? Yeah, and witnessing your, your mother. Right, and then of of course seeing the jocks also getting cut by Harrison and everything too, and things like that. That's like I said, I think this is going to be the end of Harrison being Mister Popular because of that, and because of the fact with him, uh, get, with the kid tapping out and he broke the kid's yeah. arms. So and that's then- a given. But I think here's the thing with me with Dexter and everything. I'm glad he wanted to have a heart to heart moment with Harrison finally, because he's like, if there's anyone that can actually understand you, it's going to be me. It's not going to come from Kurt. It's not going to come from Angela. It's not going to come from anybody else in that town, but me. So you have to listen to me and what I have to say. And also too, I also remember this other scene too, uh, was when uh, Dexter visits, um, Minds up Kurt in the jail cell because we mm-hmm. already list out the sheep. And this is how you know that you're in a small town when the ma- major thing that happens oh, yeah, is when sheep sheeps get li- loose. And get this, that actually does happen down here and everything too, where basically we'll have cows out on the road or something sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's a small time thing. That kind of reminds me of like the Christopher Reeves Superman. It's like, oh, got to save the dog and the, uh, the cat in the tree. But Dexter goes in there, and that's whenever Kurt and him both talk, and goes, "Titanium won't melt." And then all of a sudden, you see his flashback of Matt and the X-rays of mm-hmm. have, Matt having the surgeries and stuff like that. And Dexter's, "Oh crap, that's one of the things I forgot. I didn't think about." So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you know Kurt had the upper hand where he could actually get the fire, turn the fire down, or whatever, and somebody was in there. But you know, yeah. that's just me. I mean, um, it wouldn't hurt because Kurt has control of everything, apparently, and they have good control of people and stuff like he that. But, um, I think I think he probably turned it down a little too late. He waited to make sure his son was actually fully dead, and then he got the uh titanium that way. Um, that would make sense, but okay, looks like John let me hang in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, that that I mean, like it seems like Kurt has the upper hand, but I'm just tired of him. Like, like he needs to go. <laughs> but yeah, sorry about that little te- small technical difficulty. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but what was what were you trying to say though? I'm sorry, man. No, no, that was it. I was just saying like maybe like Kurt let like maybe Kurt let his, like, he knew his son was, like, an idiot, so he kind of wanted his son dead, I guess, in a sense. So that's why I think he wanted to make Dexter seem like he won by throwing him in the fire, and then and then yet, when he was fully burned, he turned the furnace off, mm. and then he's got the titanium thing, so he can have the upper hand later on. I don't know. It's, I mean, it, it makes sense, but because obviously he's, like, he cared for his son, but then again, he didn't, because his son was kind of a screw-up. Like, it's time for him to, like, he did this on his own, but again, I don't know. I'm not, again, I don't care about Matt. I didn't care about Kurt. Let's let, let, let's move on from this. I'm 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 done with the storyline. Let's. Uh, I want Dexter to kill somebody. Okay. So, what's some of your predictions for next week? The Harrison gets more corrupt by Kurt. Dexter survives the uh, encounter he has in the woods. Um, and hopefully he has the heart to heart with Harrison tell him what's really going on. Um, I don't really have much <laughs> predictions with this. 
Um, it's not as easy to predict as Marvel is, but <laughs> <laughs> true. But with this, though, we've been right on the money with some of the episodes, though. We've been pretty yeah. good with with it. But as far as this goes, I'm thinking, given this, to be honest with you, with Dexter being kidnapped, it reminds me of the bachelor party thing yeah. uh, from one of the episodes from the earlier seasons that we had of Dexter. It's just that under these circumstances, he's actually being kidnapped. And I, he, it's a given. He's going to get away and everything. And then, of course, I don't know if you watched the previews for next week. Oh, I did. You did? Yeah. And then they wind up questioning the dope head that's selling the drugs mm-hmm. and everything, too. And so well, I, was I got being, pricked in the neck. I got pricked in the neck by this one guy. So now that puts them on that radar, which is probably also going to lead over to the vet with mm-hmm. the needle, which is also going to yeah. lead over to Dexter getting in trouble for having the needles on him. Yeah. It's like, man, it's such a small town. It can't get away. And that's, that's the bummer. <laughs> no, this is not Miami Metro. This is not Miami where there's a large amount of people to where you can yeah. do certain things. And, you know, I like the fact that it's a more of a challenge for Dexter because now yeah. he, he has to figure out how to man, man angle everything and try to make it bend for him and make it work mm-hmm. for him. But with this, I have to say, I'm enjoying the small town atmosphere, the whole entire town aspect of it, of a small town. And I'm enjoying the season a lot. I mean, season's okay. I mean, it's a lot better right now. But the big question is, yeah, the middle of the season, the the, the buildup can be great. The beginning to the middle, you got to nail the ending. That's the question. That's that's the thing everybody wants to know because we all know how bad that's – how bad they – screwed that show up with the finale like endings are critical if you do not nail this ending we're just back where we are square one so i'm hoping they nail it so the build-up's okay like it's i mean there's aspects i like some some episodes i like some episodes i didn't like this was an okay episode we're getting somewhere but again we're kind of lean like everybody's focusing on dexter instead of getting the real killer kurt but if you do not nail the ending what was the whole point of this like this this new series? What was the whole point if you don't right. nail the ending? That's 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 gonna be the big question. So hopefully they do. The best way for them to do this is if Dexter winds up getting kidnapped from Kirk himself and Angela winds up finding him uh on the table or somewhere where Kurt is trying to kill Dexter and then she shoots him. Yeah. That's the only way I could see it to where uh, Harrison w- won't look at Kirk the same way that he once did. Yeah. Or Harrison, he like being with the father figure that Kurt is. He'd probably like, oh, good, do it. I don't care. I, I don't know. I'm killing him. I don't oh. care. I, I mean, I hope that, I mean, like, again, I don't know. I, mean, I guess that depends how, how dumb, like, dumb Harrison becomes. Like, when he fo- keeps following Kurt, like, doing the stupid stuff. Like, again, right. He's becoming a monster. And like, and he needs to get in. He like some Dexter needs to rail rein him in. If not, got to find a way to take care of it. Right. Alrighty. So this is gonna be it for our Dexter after show. I do hope that everybody enjoys this episode as much as we love talking about it. Um, another thing too is, you know, I want to mention this, and I just want to say thank you for to Kitty Cantrell, who is actually the admin of the Dexter group who's allowing us to post our videos into the group. And she also has 
a group called Yellow Jackets, which is the new Showtime sh uh, show. So if you guys are interested in jackets and talking about yellow, I mean, Yellow Jackets, go on ahead, go over there. And she has a group for that. She also has a group for Sex in the City. If you're into Sex in the City, I'll have links in the descriptions and the audio podcast. And I'll also edit this part out as well. So that way you guys can go ahead and go into those groups. But, you know, if you guys are into Yellow Jackets, go on ahead. It won't hurt. So, and uh, to confuse you, there's no actual bees or anything, anybody against the potential against stung. So, not to confuse you with the actual bees themselves, the yellow jacket, um, hornet or whatever. This show is completely different. It's like a female kind of version of Lord of the Flies, I believe. In a sense, I keep seeing trailers for it, like, he keeps cutting into like, all right, enough trailer, let's get, let's get to Dexter, let's get to it. But yeah, so that's another, that's a new show. I think I believe it got renewed for another season. Yeah, um, it just got renewed for another season. Yeah. So if you like, it's right on after Dexter. So if you're interested in Yellow Jackets and you have Showtime, you can probably catch the on-demand episodes for it too. But just want to throw that out there, not to confuse you, this show about bees, it's not. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, the first thing I thought of was like the Yellow Jacket pills that, like, they, that they used to have back in the uh, early 2000s. So yeah. that was like the first thing I was thinking of, like opioids or something. But I don't know what this show is about. I'm intrigued to find out. But right now I'm just more focused on Dexter than I am Yellow Jackets. But anyways, with that being said, guys, go on ahead and comment below. Also, give us a like. Also, too, do us another favor, too. If you guys are going to be watching this in the future, watching this on our YouTube channel at Movie Lovers Unite, go on ahead, hit, click that subscribe button, give us a thumbs up over there. So also, smash that little bell in the bottom right-hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new coming out. Also, too, if you guys want to donate to our page, what do you do? You just go on ahead, go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast, donate five to ten dollars over there. But a simple like, a simple share goes a long way. Commenting in the comment section also helps out us out as well. Then, of course, guys, if you want to get an audio only podcast of our episodes and many episodes that we do here at Movie Lovers Unite, just go on ahead and you can get that over at any major podcasting where you guys get your podcast at. Then, of course, go on ahead, follow us on Good Pods. Good Pods is basically the place for basically people that love podcasts and also to hosts that loves doing podcasts as well. It's like social media. We can actually comment on each other's stuff now. So if you guys want to go on ahead, give us a five-star rating if you choose to do so, and we can actually interact with you. You can also go on ahead, rate us on Spotify now. That's a new feature that Spotify has. So you can go on ahead, rate us over on Spotify and also rate us on Apple Podcasts as well. It helps people find us. Then, of course, go on ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on TikTok. Movie Lovers Unit Zero on TikTok, actually. Then Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter as well. Then you guys can go on ahead if you want to, if you're a sponsor or would like to be on the show, just go on ahead and reach out to me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And thank you so much, Charlie. This has always been a blast on Mondays talking about this. Eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern Time. We'll be back over here talking about uh hawkeye so we're have our uh, season finale of hawkeye and also discussing the last week's episode so always until next time guys it's been real it's been fun i can't wait to do this again and bye bye